the last line of Daf Ayin and Beis, and the Gemara asks Hechidomi Suischamo. In our Mishnah, we said that Rabbi Shua said, "I heard that there is a type of a Saras which you have a din that you could do chalitza, and you do chalitza to his wife, and there is also a type of a Saras where he cannot do chalitza, and you cannot do chalitza to his wife." And Rabbi Shua wasn't sure how to explain what he heard, and Rabbi Kiva said that the Swiss Adam the Chalitz Bchalitzel Ishtoi because there was Shasa Kaisha. However, Suischamo is Loichalitz Loichalitzel Ishtoi. And Agamara now is that Hechidami Saras Chama. What is the scenario that Rabbi Kiva is referring to that's talking about a Saras Chama that never had a Shasa Kaisha? So, and we continue on that Peyom and Aleph, Kalshalay Rosh, Achas Bekashrusai is referring to someone that was a Saras Chama already at the time that he was born. And as Rashi says, that already while his mother was pregnant with him, he already had this issue. The Gemara asks, how can you test and how can you see if someone is a Saras Chama? So Amabaya, Baya says, call that if someone urinates upwards, then it will actually form an arch in general, but a Saurus will be Matlamayim and will not be able to create an arch with his urine. And as Rashi says, And the Gemara now asks me, how do you become a Suschama prior to being born? The Gemara says, the cause of becoming a Suschama is if your mother was baking in a very hot oven during the the afternoon when it was hot and the combination of the heat of the day and the heat of the stove caused this child to have a problem and become a Suschama and the Shasa Shechumaka that his mother also drank beer that was either diluted as Rashi says in the first Pratt or the Ikeda Ami Chazak that was very strong beer and the Gemara continues Amr Abbasi says that this is the idea that I heard from Ami meaning Rab Ami the Amr that he defined that a Suschama that's is as we said before that someone that was already born when he was a Saurus, and I wasn't sure how this actually occurs, and therefore now it clarified to me that the way it occurs is if his mother was baking bread on a very hot afternoon and she was also drinking either diluted beer or a very strong beer, and that's how this child became a Suschama. Rashi says another pshat that what Rabbi Yasef meant to say is I heard Rabbi Ami saying, and I wasn't sure what he was going back on, and now I realize he's going back in order to explain our Mishnah when it said that someone was a Suschama and did not have a Shasa Kaisha. And although we touch our Gemara Hainu Shemana La'ami, that I heard that Rabbi Ami said something, some are actually girls over here, Hainu Shemana Le'imi, the Amr that she said, and he's talking about something he heard from his mother. Now Rabbi Kiva said that the reason why someone who's a Swiss Chamor cannot do Chalitza and cannot do Yibam is because Shaloi Haisle Shasa Kaisha. So, in fact, the Gemara Velechosh Shemahiri Bin Tayim, why shouldn't we be Chalitza? That maybe this child, even though when he was born, we tested him and we saw that he's a Saris, but maybe at some point thereafter, he was healed and then later on in life he again became a Saurus and therefore we should say that this child was not someone that did not have a Shasa Kaisha and Lechari he should be able to do Chalitza or Yibam on that the Gemara says that since at the beginning of his life we know certainly as we did this test to check how he urinated and then at a later point in life we also saw that he still is a Saurus so we are not going to be Chalitza that maybe at some point in between he was healed and he was not a Saurus and he was a Shasa Kaisha and the Gemara now is that you're telling me that we don't have to worry that maybe in between there was a Shasa Kaisha. But most of Murray, Murray asked the following question. We know in Masechtas Bechayus, the Gemara over there is discussing different types of Mumen Kavuin that make a Bechar Mutter to go and eat outside the base of Mikdash. And one of the Mumen Kavuin is if an animal has white spots in its eye, and the Gemara over there says it has to remain in its eye for 80 days straight, otherwise that would not be considered a Mumen Kavuah. And Ramchanina Ben Atiklis says over there, you actually check. 
check out the eye of this animal three times within an 80-day period, once at the beginning, once in the middle, and once at the end, at that point, we'll be able to say that this is a mum because it lasted for a full 80 days. But if we're saying that once someone has a mum at the beginning and a mum at the end, we're not going to be chayshish, then maybe it was healed in between. So over there, why do you need three different inspections? It should be enough with two inspections. And the Gemara answers, one Eva over there by Masechus we were talking about the eye of the animal, so there we're going to be chayshish that maybe he was healed in between. However, over here, when a person becomes a saris, the reason why he becomes a saris, as Rashi says, it's because of a weakness in the entire body. Over there, we're not going to say that there's a possibility he'll become better in between, and therefore, by just having this one simon at the beginning and knowing that it's a suscham at this point, we're going to say he was certainly someone that never had a shasa kaisha. Although until this point, we were discussing the Shita Rabbi Kiva that explained that a Swiss Adam is chalus v'chalus l'ishtay m'pleisha hoist l'ishasa kaisha and Swiss Kama is l'ichalus l'ichalus l'ishtay m'pleisha hoist l'ishasa kaisha Rabbi Lezen our Mishnah argues Rabbi Kiva and he says exactly the opposite and he says loiki el Swiss Kama chalus v'chalus l'ishtay by Swiss Kama you actually could do chalitza and you could do chalitza to the wife of such a Swiss Kama m'pleisha yesh l'rufua because it's possible for him to be healed mashenkin Swiss Adam l'ichalus l'ichalus l'ishtay m'pleisha ain l'rufua tomorrow now is for a minute I'll ask you a kasha from a Mishnah Masech we will see that it seems that Rebeleza holds that by Yisrael Chama the din is that which is not the Shita Rebeleza on Mishnah and is actually the Shita Rebbe Kivan on Mishnah so the Gemara brings this Mishnah as we know if there's a male that's 13 years old and brings Shtay Cyrus that he becomes a Bar Mitzvah and even without Shtay Cyrus we generally have a Chazaki Rebbe that says that this person is a Gadol however if there's someone that actually doesn't get Shtay Cyrus and he's already 20 years old and his brother's wife falls in front of him to Yibam and Bezdin wants to say that she has to either do Yibam or Chalitza with him. However, the Mishnah teaches us Yaviyu Raya Shu Ben Esrim Hakraven could bring a Raya that he's already twenty years old Vuhu Asaris and they also bring a Raya and bring Simonim that he's a Saris, which we'll see in that Peyam Beis the different Simonim that prove that someone is a Saris and then Lechalus Loimiabim he wouldn't do Chalitza or Yibam Tar and she would be Mutaris Lashuk because he's a Swiss Chama. And just to point out as Rashi does that over here we need two different things. First of all, he has to be. 20 years old and he didn't bring Shtay Cyrus and number two at that point he already has to have Simonim that he is a Saris and Rashi says if there was no Simonim that he's a Saris I mean we would say that the reason that he didn't bring Shtay Cyrus and he didn't bring any Simonim that he's a Godol up until this point is because really he's still a cotton and we consider him a cotton until he would be 36 years old which is rave of a person's years and the Mishnah over there continues and discusses the din of an islandist, Bas Esrim, if there's a woman who's already 20 years old, and once again, she did not bring Shtay Cyrus because of course, if she brought Shtay Cyrus after 12 years old, she'd be considered a good daughter-in-law. And once again, if she was married and then her husband died, and now she wants to go out without having Yibam Chalitza, so her relatives would have to bring a Raya that she's already 20 years old, and she already has Simonim, that she is an islandist, as we learn on Peo and what those simanim are, and then she will go out, and she doesn't need chalitza nibam, and she be mutaris l'shuk. So according to Basil, it doesn't make a difference if there's a male or a female. The age and the time frame to become a saris or an islandless is at 20 years old. Beishamay says zev zev that both by male or female the time frame is 18 years old. Rabbi Leza, Rabbi Leza actually says hazach Basil. I agree with Basil. Benigay a male that it's at 20 years old. Benigay However, Benigay a female. I hold like Beishamay that she has a din that she's an 
Kailas at 18 years old. And as the Gemara explains, hold that just like a woman has a din that after 12 years old, if she has two sires, then she already is a Gdala. And the time frame for a male to become a Gadol when he has two sires is only from 13 and onward. So we see that the time frame for a female is earlier than a male. So here also, Benegayla din of Islands and Sars, we say that the time frame to show that by the fact that you didn't have a Shimonim, it proves that you're an Islands already. It's earlier for a female than by a male. Now, the point of the Gemara bringing this Mishnah is that you see in this Mishnah that everyone seems to agree that at whatever point this male becomes a Saris, the din is, as we said in the words of Basilel, the Loichelz, Loi Miyabim. So we see Rebeleza is in this Mishnah, and Rebeleza himself agrees that Loichelz, Loi Miyabim, and Amish, we said that Rebeleza holds that a Swiss Chama is Chelz, Vichelz, and Ishtar, and Plesh, Yesh, Loi Rufua. So Loichelz is steer between our Mishnah and the Mishnah Mesechthas Nida. The Gemara responds, Amriyarin Batakuli, Amishmol, Chazbe, Rebeleza, Rebeleza actually was Chazbe from Heshita. Now the Gemara asks, Yibayolu, Mehei Hadabe, from which of these Mishnahs was he Hada? Was Rebeleza Chazbe from our Mishnah Mesechthas Yavamas? And he holds like the Mishnah in Mesechthas Nida, that is Swiss Chamas, Loi Chalitz, Loi Miyabim, or is it that he was Chazbe from the Mishnah Mesechthas Nida? And actually, what he says in our Mishnah is correct, that he holds that Swiss Chama is Chalitz, Vichalitz, and Ishtai. And the Gemara says, Tashma, bring your right, Tanim, go into the Bryce, or Beleza, Ime, Swiss Chama, Chalitz, Vichalitz, and Ishtai, that the din is by Swiss Chama, you could do Chalitza if you're a Swiss Chama, and if you were married to a woman and you die, then the din is that your brothers would do Chalitza to his wife. And the reason why I hold that the din is that Yechalitz, Vichalitz, and Ishtai, is Shikim, Bemina, Mr. Poim, Balaksan, and Shomutayim, because a Swiss Chama has a potential to be healed. As we know, there was a procedure in Balaksan, and Shomutayim, to heal Swiss Chama. And Rashi brings two different explanations as to what the Raya the Gemara is. The first explanation is very simple, that since we have a Mishnah over here, and we have a Brisa as well, so therefore we have two different places where we see Rabbi Shita against one place in Mesech Nizidah, and therefore it must be that Rabbi was Chayzer from Mesech Nizidah, and he holds like our Mishnah, that Chayzer for Chayzer Ishtai. And then Rashi says that the Raya is actually, because we see over here, that Rabbi actually brought a Raya from an actual procedure he knew that was done in Alexander Shemotayim, that was Shaykh Refua, and by the fact that Rabbi brought physical evidence to his Shita, therefore we see that this Shita is something that he would hold in, and there's no reason that we would think that he was actually Chayzer, and therefore it makes sense that he was Chayzer from the Din of Nida, and he holds like our Mishnah that Chayz V'chalzal Ishtoi. And Rashi just points out that why don't we just bring a riot from our Mishnah itself? Because we see in our Mishnah itself that he says Shiyeshle Refuah. And Rashi says, because even though our Mishnah says that there is a Refuah, but he didn't have actual evidence to that. But by the fact that in the Brisa where it says, Shekem Bimina Mishrapayim Balachsani Shumatayim, and he had actual evidence that there's a potential for Refuah, therefore we see a riot that this is the Shita that he actually holds in. And the Lashon of Rashi is Masnisan Lekalamishat Hachi, Diktani Shiyeshle Refuah. And the Gemara now gives another tarot as to the stira. And Rabbi says, Really, Rabbi holds like our Mishnah and like the Brisa that the din is that Chayelitz Vichalitzal Ishtai. I, we have the Mishnah where it seems that Rabbi is agreeing to Beis Hillel that the din is that Chayelitz Vichalitzal So the tarot is that that Mishnah Rabbi was only giving us a shear as far as the time frame to be considered a Saris or an Islandist. And Rabbi really means to say that although I don't agree with Basilel that the din is that because I hold that a Saris can do Chalitza however I just want to tell you what the shear is as far as a Islandist or a Saris becoming a Gadol or Gadolah in order to explain when they be Chayib in Einshin and that he says that I agree with Basil that a Saris becomes a Saris at the age of 20 and I agree with the Shita of Beishamai that Islandist becomes an Islandist at the age of 18 and the Gemara continues although we had a Machlekes between Basil, Beishamai and Rebbe 
Lazar as to the age when a person is now considered a Saurus or considered Islandless. However, this going to be if once you know that this person is a Saurus or an Islandless, do you say that Lamafreya now we know that originally when this girl was 12 or this male was 13, that at that point he was already a Saurus or an Islandless and therefore he's Chayiv and Einshin at that point? Or do we say that the only time that this Chayiv Einshin starts is only from the point when this person is Vada and Islandless or Vada and Saurus? So for example, if Silo, both a male and female from the age of 20, according to Beishamai, both a male and female from the age of 18, and according to Rabbeleza, a male at 20 and a female at 18. And the Gemara continues, if we learned, if a woman ate Chayla from 12 years old, until she was 18 years old, and at that point she already had Simonim that she was an Islandless, as we'll learn on Payam and Beis, and even if afterwards she brings Shtay Cyrus, Rav says that this woman at this point we proved is an islandless, but once we prove that she's an islandless, therefore the Mafreya we see that at the point that she was 12 years old, she's already a Gedoyla and she wasn't going to ever have Simonim, and therefore the din is that she's already a Gedoyla at that point, and she would have Malchus if she ate Chalev and she had Asra. And Shmuel says that she is considered a Ketana at that time when she was 12 years old until she was 18, and the only time that she has a din that she becomes a Gedoyla is once she turns 18 and she didn't have Shtay Sires, therefore we see that she's an islandless as long as she also has Simonim that she's an islandless. And as we just explained the Gemara, our Gemara is talking about a female and we're talking about a case of an islandless and even though many of the words in this Gemara are seem to be in a masculine and talking about a Zohar, both Rashi and Taisa say that it's actually talking about in the cave over here because it says from 12 until 18 and of course there's no Shita that holds that a male would have any Chiv and become a Gadol at the age of 12 because even a healthy male, if he has Shtay Cyrus prior to the age of 13, we would look at that as a Shuma, and the only time that a male could become a Gadol is only from the point that he's 13 years old and he has Shtay Cyrus. In addition, both Rashi and Tais point out that, of course, Rav and Shmuel are both going with the sheet of Rebeleza, that he holds that by Nekeva, the time that you see that she's an Islandless is once she's 18 years old and she doesn't bring Shtay Cyrus, as this Gemara said, from 12 years old until 18. And I entice Dio Masko, Nasa Saras Lamafreya, they said you're going to get Malchus according to Rab al Khail Shachal, the Lechoshma Sura Suffolk, and this is not considered as Sura Suffolk. Ayin Shaman Taisis, why this is not as Sura Suffolk, and why, according to Rab, you would get Malchus for Eni Khailu between 12 and 18, if at that point we weren't sure if she would be considered islandless or not, because of course, if she would have Shtay Cyrus somewhere between the age of 12 and 18, she would of course be a Gedoyla at that point and would not be considered an islandless. So Rashi points out that in this member of Rab and Shmuel, that it says, Khan, Hevi Shtay Cyrus, these words are telling us a chiddush according to Rav that according to Rav, if this woman was 18 and she did not have Shtay Cyrus and she had Simonian Islandless, even if later on she does bring Shtay Cyrus, we don't say that that proves that at that point she became a Gdola at a later point and she's not an Islandless. We actually say that she's for sure an Islandless and therefore her Kiev of Einstein started already at 12 years old. Before we continue, let's just bring a quick Haktama that in the Subas, the Gemara says that Islandless in Lolikhnas, Pitoi, that an Islandless doesn't have any possibility to have class and there's no din of pitoi by an islandless meaning the whole pasha of islandless mufata doesn't apply to an islandless and the gemara over there says who is this going like and the gemara says it's going like shitas ramea meaning we have machlis between the chum and ramea if the din of islandless mufata is applicable to a ktana or it's only applicable to a naira the chum hold that the din of islandless mufata is applicable to a ktana and therefore an islandless is shaykh to the pasha of islandless mufata because at one point every islandless is certainly a ktana however it may hold that the whole Pashva in 
Mufata is only stated in Negea someone that's a Naira, but someone that's a Tana has no din of Inus Mufata, and therefore it's not Shaykh by an islands at all. And therefore, Agamara says, Masla Rabbisa Rabbisa is Larab according to Rab. Islands are made, Halacha Knas. How could the Gemara over there say, Lafir Mea, there's no Knas by an islands, but according to Rab, that once a person is determined to be an islands, even if it's 18 years old, it goes to Mafreya to the point that she's 12 years old, and we determine that 12 years old she's actually Gdela and Chayyab Ancient. Then Lachira, at that point, from the point that she's 12 until she's 12 and a half, she should have a period of Nairus, and the din of Ainzumafato should apply. And Bishlaim, according to Shmuel, that holds that once you become 18 and you see that you're an islandless, then you're an islandless only from that point and forward. So the din of Nairus doesn't apply because Nairus only applies when there's a girl that's 12 and there's a stage in between her becoming a Tana and a Begaris, which is called the Nairus period. However, according to Rav, since the period of Tanis is over at 12, then Lachar for 12 until 12 and a half, she should be considered in her Naira period, and therefore she should be Shaykh to the Pasha of Oinus and Mavata. So Abaya responds back to Rav that an island has a special din, and from the point that she was a Tana, she goes directly to become a Begaris, and she doesn't have a stage called Nairus. And Amalei Rav Yasef was very happy with his turret, and he said, that something so great, like you're saying, should have been said over in my name. I actually learned this Gemara a little bit different, and he said when Abaya said over the statement, he was actually saying it over in the name of Rabbi Yisif himself, and he reminded Rabbi Yisif, this is something that he told me, and as we know, Rabbi Yisif got older and was sick, and he forgot his learning, and therefore Abaya was reminding him of what he said. That's why Rabbi Yisif was very happy, and he said that I'm happy that he said over such a good thing in my name, and he brought a riot to the Tanya, as we learned to Rabbi Yisif, Eina Saras Nidon Keben Sarimura, that a Saras cannot be judged as Ben Sarimura, the fish ain't Ben Sarimura, Nidon El because the din of Ben Sarimura only applies to a young child that's around the age of 13 when he has the formation of his Zakhan meaning that he grows a lot of hair by Isamakam, and of course that's not applicable to a Saras. And an islands will never be judged as a Nairam Rasa, even if someone is Mikadish, an islands, and now she's a Muresses, the din is that if she has beer with someone, she would be judged as a regular Ishish Ish and not as a Nairam Rasa, and the din of Nairam Rasa is different than Ishish Ish. As we know, a Naim Rasa gets chenek. Why is it that she can't be judged as Naim Rasa? Because she never has a stage of being a Naira, and she goes from being a Ktana directly to being a Begaris. And we see from this price exactly like Abayah stated. Amar Avo, Avo states, Simoni Saras for Islands, Uben Shmoina, that if there's a Saras that has Simonim, that he's a Saras, or there's an Islands that has Simonim, that she's an Islands, Uben Shmoina, or if there's a child that was an eight month pregnancy, and now that child is alive and he has some on him that he was a viable child because his hair is formed nicely and his nails were also grown. And Ravo teaches us that the dinner is ain't Isaac ben Maisa, Achiyu ben Esrim, that we don't consider the Saras to be a Gadol or the Islands to be a Gdailah or the Ben Shmaina to be a viable child until they're 20 years old. And the Gemara is, how could Ravo say that if there's a child that was born in its eighth month of a pregnancy, that they could be a viable child and you just wait till they're 20 years old, etc.? But Ben Shmaina Mikachai, we generally have a cloud that the child that's born during an eighth month child is actually not going to live and it's not a viable child because by the time we went to the Brisa, Ben Shmoina, Hareu Ka'evin, that a child that's born during the eighth month is considered like a stone and and on Shabbos he's considered Muksa. But his mother could still feed him on Shabbos because Sakana. And Rashi over here says, Sakana Shneim, there's Sakana to both, Haben Va'im to the child and to the mother. And of course, the danger to the child is that the child doesn't eat, and of course, the child could die, and the danger to the Mother, because if a woman doesn't nurse, she 
she's in danger of having too much milk in a daven, and then potentially she could die. And Ritva says that even if it wouldn't be a massive of Bekuch Nefesh, and just that this woman has tsar, the din would be that she could also lean down and nurse this child. And the Bach brings down over here from Rashi, Masech the Shabbos, and Daf Kaflam Hey, then Rashi over there says it's only because of the Sakana of the mother, but just because of the Sakana of the child, we wouldn't actually allow her to go and feed the child because we look at the child as an evan, as a child that's not a Bakayama. If the only Sakana would be because of the child, we would not allow this woman to nurse the child. We continue on that Payama base, and the Gemara now had a question that Lachur Hakur Avo said that there's such a concept of having a child that's a Ben Shmoina and is considered a viable child, but on Maisu we see that a Ben Shmoina is not considered a viable child at all. And the Gemara answers, that the case of Ravo is talking about where the child was born and he had simonim that he was a viable child because if he has his nails that, that were completed and his hair already grown then we say that that child is potentially viable the time we learned to the Baisa Ezu ben Shmaina koshle kol chadashav the time Kama holds that any child that we know that did not have a full term pregnancy and was born during the 8th month is considered a ben Shmaina and will not survive Rabbi Aymet Rabbi says simonim that we need to look at certain simonim and certain signs to prove if this child is or not and and the signs are if his hair or his nails are not completed and in that scenario we consider this child like a stone but time we see from Rabbi that the only reason why we say that it's considered like an Evan is because he didn't have hair and his nails were not formed properly but if it was completely performed then that's a sign that he's a healthy child and even if we know that for example the husband had one beer with this woman exactly eight months ago so this definitely is is an eighth month old child, and we should say that this child is not viable. But I mean, on high bazayin who who that really this child was ready to be born after a seven month pregnancy. However, the child held back and didn't exit the womb of his mother until he was already in the eighth month. But really, he's a viable child. And that's a chilik between Ravo, where there was simonim of Sire and Siparnov, which were completed, and therefore we saw that he's a healthy child. And that's where Ravo said that that child, once he gets to twenty years old, is considered a viable adult. However when the Bryce said that a child that's born in the eighth month is considered like an Evan, that Bryce was specifically talking about a child that was born without any sign that he's a healthy child. He was not born with any hair and he was not born with nails that were properly formed. Now keep in mind, although Rebbe said that there is a concept of looking at the child and seeing if he has simonim that he's healthy or if he doesn't have these simonim, but the Tanakhama said that as long as the child is born after eight months, for example, when we know that there was a beer only one time exactly eight months ago, then we're going to say that that child is definitely not a Viable child. So the says, There was a story where Reuven and Rachel were married, and Reuven went to Medina Siam. He went on a business trip for 12 months, and then his wife had a child. Now, Pashat, if you looked at that child, you would say that certainly this woman was Mizana, and therefore that child should be a Mamza. However, Robert Tesfar said that when we tell it in the original husband, I'm going to say that this child is not a Mamza, and it's Kasha Love Bakal, because we're going to say that really this child was supposed to be born nine months after he was already conceived and that was at a time when the father was around. However, it waited in the mother's womb for another three months. So are we going to say that Robert is Pascal Rebbe, that we say that a child waits in his mother's womb, that's a Das Yachid because as we saw, the Chacham argue. The Gemara answers that Rebbe is actually not a Das Yachid because since as we'll see in a moment, Rav Shimon Gamliel also agrees that a child could wait in his mother's womb. Therefore, you have Rebbe and Rav Shimon Gamliel and therefore, he looked at them as a rabbim, and that's why he passed in like Rabbi and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, that it's possible for a nine-month pregnancy to extend to 12 months. And where do we see the dinner of Shimon Gamliel? The tiny of Shimon Gamliel, even if a child is born,
one during the eighth month of a pregnancy, the din is that that child would not be considered an eifel once the child is able to live for 30 days. And at that point, we consider that child a bakayava. And just one quick point that Ravos Kiddush in Agamar was that even according to Rabbi, they hold that Simon love, and even if a child is born with hair and with the nails formed, still according to Ravos, you have to wait until that child is 20 years old in order to determine that that child is a ben kayama. And the Gemara continues, Tanur Abanan Ezu Suschama, what's a Suschama? Kalshu ben Esrim, any person that's already 20 years old, Lohevi Shtay Cyrus, and didn't bring Shtay Cyrus, Vafilo Hevel Achamakan, and even if he brings two Cyrus afterwards, we don't say he becomes Gadol at that point, but we say he's really a Cyrus, and therefore he became a Gadol at the point that he was 20, and according to Rav, he would be considered a ancient from the point that he's 13, and according to Shmuel, from the point that he's 20. And if aside from the fact that he's 20 years old, he also had Simoni Cyrus, Sarei Kusaris, then he has a din like a Cyrus. What are the Simonim that we've been talking about this entire block? If a person doesn't have a beard, and his hair is very soft and thin, and his skin is smooth like a woman's skin, and he doesn't have hair. Then another simon is where his Meriglayim doesn't bring up foam. And another simon is that the stream of his Meriglayim doesn't make an arch. That if his Sheikh Vizara is watery, that his Meirik Lion doesn't smell, as Rashi says, when you leave him in a cleave for a little while, they don't start smelling. Someone that goes to the bathhouse during the winter months for Imbisar and Malin Hevel, and his skin doesn't bring up any heat or any smoke. That if his voice is very thin, and it's not Nikah if he's a male or a female, what is considered any woman that's already 20 years old, and of course it's going like the Shita Basilo, and Veloyavia Bay Cyrus, and at this point she didn't bring two Cyrus, even if she brings two Cyrus afterwards, Hareika Islandless Lachod of Real, as long as she has Simonim Islandless, she would be considered like an Islandless for Elohim Simonel. What are the Simonim of Islandless? If she didn't form breasts, and if it's painful for her to have Tashbish, that any woman that doesn't have a lower abdomen, the place where a woman's womb is, like a regular woman. Once again, Rabbi Shimon Belazah states, If a woman's voice is very thick, and you can't tell the difference between a woman or a man. And the Gemara continues, In my we learn, Simani Saris, Rabbi Huna Huna says, You need to have all these Simani that we just mentioned as Brysa in order to be considered a Saris or an Islandist. Rabbi Afilu Even if you only had one of these Simani, that's good enough to be considered that you have a Simon that you're a Saris or an Islandist. The Gemara explains, If a male has two hairs in his beard, that definitely, since you have some sign that you have here, so therefore you have to have all the other signs in order to prove that you're a saris. The machlekes between Rav Huna and Rav is where this person didn't even have any hair on his beard, and therefore Rav Huna says you still need all of the other signs. Rav says even if you have one of the other signs, that would be good enough. And the question over here would be that according to Rav Bechon, he doesn't have any hair in his beard, and therefore that itself is one sign. So some say in Chanami that would be enough, and you'd be considered the Saris, and some explain that Rabbi Yechon means to say that once a person doesn't have any hair by their beard area, then if you have one additional sign, then the din would be that you consider the Saris. But just by the fact that you don't have any hair by your beard, that's not enough to be the only sign that you have in order to be considered a Saris. And the Gemara is, Al-Hadam told please go and check on Rav Nachman when he's in the bathhouse and see if smoke or heat will rise from his body when he goes to the bathhouse during the winter months, then I will let him marry my daughter because I'll see that he's not a Saris. And the Gemara is, Kaman, Kiravhuna, 
is he going like the Shita Rav Huna, meaning that over here, since he said that even with having one simon, that he's not a Saris, I will be able to prove that he's not a Saris, and Lechayr is like Rav Huna that says in order to be a Saris, you have to have all of the different simonim. According to Rabbi Yechon, of course, even though he doesn't have one simon, that he's a Saris, but Lemais, if he had any other simonim, that he's a Saris, Lechayr, that should still make him a Tersaris. The Gemara answers, in this case, you don't have any proof because Rav Nachman, Sichri Dikna Habalei, Rav Nachman already had some strands of a beard, and since he had strands of a beard, we said before that everyone agrees that the Achi Yukul, that you have to have all the Simonim of Sars, and therefore Rav Bavu was correct that by the fact that you see him in the bathhouse and you see he doesn't have one Simon that he's a Sars, will be enough of a proof that he's not a Sars, and I'll be able to let my daughter marry Rav Nachman. We said that Sars cannot do Chalitza and or Yibam, and the same applies to an Islanders. Now, Lemaisa, we had a machalik between Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Lazar. What type of Saris has it been that they came to Chalitza? According to Rabbi Kiva, we were talking about a Swiss Chama. According to Rabbi Lazar, we were talking about a Swiss Adam. So, Tani Swiss to mean the Islanders. In this part of Mishnah, we said that this Saris is similar to an Islanders. And my Islanders, B'day Shemayim, just like, of course, an Islanders is B'day Shemayim. There's no such concept of the Islanders, B'day Adam. And therefore, our Saris, B'day Shemayim, in our Mishnah, when it said that Saris, it must be a Saris that's B'day Shemayim, which is, of course, a Swiss Chama. And the stomach, Rabbi Kiva, now Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva, the Amma B'day Adam, in B'day Shemayim Lai. And since we have a Machlaikis at the beginning of the Mishnah, at the end of the Mishnah, we show that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Kiva, therefore we will pass like Rabbi Kiva and we will stop over here.